All right, let's see what we got here. I think it caught something. Oh no, another flop. Downstreaming. Hello everyone, I'm Tyler. I'm Andy. And we're going to be talking about the Highwaymen. So according to Netflix, it says it's two steely former Texas Rangers are tasked with tracking and killing infamous criminals Bonnie and Clyde in this crime drama based on real events. It's directed by John Lee Hancock and stars Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson, and Kathy Bates. So, Andy, what did you think of The Highwayman? Well, right off the bat, would you would you say this is a this is a pass or a watch? I would put in the watch column. Yeah, me too. I mean, it was it was an interesting take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, usually with Bonnie and Clyde, they're the, it's it's like the story of Bonnie and Clyde, but um, they're not really really big characters in this one. It's about the ones who hunt them down and shoot them, which I think is interesting take because you, you know you always they always focus on Bonnie and Clyde in most um, stories. You know, I think partially is because they're the more interesting characters. Yeah, in the real life story. Um, which is kind of like a little bit of the film's problem is that it's not it, the characters aren't as interesting as the actual Bonnie and Clyde characters, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's a good how they set up Bonnie and Clyde throughout because they don't have them in too much, so it kind of like makes it so that they're not upstage the um, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I like how throughout the whole movie though, except except for the very end, you, you just you never really see their face. Yeah. You know, I see them from like a distance and things like that. It's and it's sort of like sort of like a killer in a horror movie when like they have like their mask on, but you don't really know who they are till the end. It it kind of felt like that. Yeah. But and um, one of the things that I really liked, you know, um, the, throughout the entire film, they're monsters. They kill cops. They kill people in general and all that. And um, you have that one scene where Kevin Costner is talking to Clyde's dad and. His dad's just like, oh, he wasn't always this bad. You know, he used to be a good boy. And, mm-hmm. you know, he used to go out and play. And, and, and then, but he's just like, yeah, he's, you know, he, he needs to be stopped now. But when he gets to that scene, um, well, if you know anything about Bonnie and Clyde, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, it's not too much spoilers going on here. It's more about the um, lead up to it. That's what it's mostly about. And you have that moment where um, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson stand in front of the car and you finally see Bonnie and Clyde and you see like an innocence in their eye, you know, a little bit. Like, yeah, well, a little bit. No, cause you see the, you see the human side yeah. for a moment and it's more of just like the, Oh, I'm screwed. Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still there's that humanity because the entire time they're depicted as monsters, yeah. you know, and well, I mean, they killed people. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the film, in the film's universe, mm-hmm. they're monsters. Yeah, that one small part where the dad's like, you know, he wasn't always this bad. You know, he was a good kid. Mm-hmm. And then you have that one moment where it's just like, where you see the humanity in him for just a moment. Yeah. And then, um, you know, a plow. Um, 
Um, it, it um turned into the scene from RoboCop where the guy gets shot up by the um, oh, yeah, two pretty much just... And the funny thing is that um, that scene with Bonnie and Clyde it kind of reminded me of another movie with um directed by the same person, um, John Verhoeven. Oh yeah. Um, Starship Troopers. Wait, the yeah. same director? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. V- vastly different. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it has the same kind of satire throughout it. Mm. You know, because you have the, you know, do you want to learn more? And then in RoboCop, you know, you have the, um, you like, um, the news anchors, you know? Yeah. And on to liar news, this person died. You know, they're saying with a smile on their face. Um, but the, but the scene I'm talking about with Starship Troopers, you know, throughout the entire film, obviously, they depict the bugs as monsters, you know? And because it's set up kind of like a propaganda film, you know? Yeah. You know, it's been a long time since I've seen that Oh, one. it's... Really great upon rewatch and like, <laughs> I'm sure, like yeah. seeing the satire. Says some people thought it was actually a fascist movie. Well, people didn't really? see the satire of it all, <laughs> even though it's pretty obvious. Especially with the kid being like, "I'm doing my part," and he's only like a like AK forty seven, you know. Um, but when so Bonnie and Clyde are like the giant bugs of this. Movie. Yes, <laughs> hear me out, because you have that one scene where you know like. They're destroying all the monsters, all the bugs, and the bugs are wiping them out. And then there's one part where the guy, he's actually looking into the eyes of the bug, and you see that like, you see like that little like, like the bugs actually scared and everything. You see that humanity from the bug, and then he just shoots the eyes out of it, just like, <laughs> yeah. It's a really I, yeah, great scene. I don't remember that part. It's oh, been yeah. a long time since I've seen it. Oh, definitely rewatch it. It's phenomenal. Um, but it kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> I know it's very weird and out there, but it just kind of reminds me of that scene. I th- I I do mm. in in um Highway Men though. I do wish that Kathy Bates was in it more. She's yeah. like the, she's like the in the very beginning at the very end. All right, we're gonna put Kathy Bates in there. We're gonna spend all this money on Kathy Bates. She's gonna barely be in it. It's like, well, I think right. the thing is with this film is that they were going for, you know, like more factual rather than more movie-like. Yeah. Because they will throw in those little movie things in there, like Woody Harrelson's um, one-liners he throws in oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, He's Woody you, Harrelson's. Yeah, yeah. Has yeah and it, it was actually, like, appropriate enough, you know, like, mm-hmm. kind of silly, but he kind of needs some, like, um, levity with everything going on. It's a very slow, slow film. It's so very serious. Slow, yeah, but... Yeah, it ramps up a little bit. I, I kind of wish... I think the pace is okay, though. Yeah, it, it was fine. I kind of wish it ramped up a little bit more at the end because it kind of just, like, happens, you mm. know? Um, but that's... Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more um, later on. But it just seems to me that they focus more on, you know, like, okay, this is what happened. This is the event. It kind of seemed like a documentary. Everything was kind of shot, like, in a matter-of-fact way. A little bit. Yeah. I can see what... Yeah. And I think it's just one of those things where, okay, this is where Kathy Bates' character, um, the governor, I think she was? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ma. And um, she was just, like, um, she she just pretty much, like, sent, got them ready for the mission. Like, even though she wasn't for it, you know, but she was, it was her, it was her, um, ass on the line, I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, Pardon my language. Um, so, but, yeah, it's, yeah, I see what, you know, like, people can, like, be like, ah, I wish she was in it more, and 
I do agree. Um, they kind of like brush over the Hollywood schmaltz that they have, you know, like the Hollywoodism. So like they had the one scene where Kevin Costner was getting ready to um, go out and hunt Bonnie and Clyde and his wife's just like, I don't want you to blah, blah, blah. And then like five seconds later, she's like, I made you a sandwich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I like how I like how it was a retelling of the story of Bonnie and Clyde, but it wasn't focused on Bonnie and Clyde. No, it was I like that. yeah, it was more it was on the side of the cops, or at least these two um, rangers. Yeah, because there's a musical of Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, that is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Like the cops that killed them are like the bad guys in that. Yes. One. So, let me ask you this: between the two of us, you're the Bonnie and Clyde expert. Right. Because you've been Bonnie and Clyde the musical. Well, I was in that. And, yeah, um, and I don't know much about Bonnie and Clyde other than it was a guy and girl who were gangsters and shot people. And then Pretty much. Got shot well, that's up. actually the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do you know if this story is how accurate it is? Or... Uh, yeah, for the most part. like I, don't, I've, I haven't really like delved really deep on the actual history yeah. of it. But from what I know from the, the show I've seen... Um, yeah, they did get the um, the names of the cops accurate and everything. Um, yeah. Bob Alcorn is the one who actually shoots them. Yeah. And they do get shot in their car. like in the Yeah, of course, yeah. Like that. And it is true how they were criminals and like they killed people and everything, but they also were idolized. Like They had a yeah. lot of fans and stuff. And yeah, it's very Beatlemania-like. Yeah, I, well, I yeah. like that moment in the movie when they they're, they're trying to hunt them down and they find, like, a Hollywood magazine, because I guess it, that's one of the things that Bonnie wanted to do. She actually wanted to... Be an actress. Be, yeah, yeah, be an actress and move to Hollywood and stuff. So. Yeah, it's nice that they have, like, little touches in there, you know, some give some character information without, like, explicitly being like, oh, she wanted to be a Hollywood actress, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, started with a bang. <laughs> Yeah, now we're going to go into Chicago. Um, oh, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a whole new story. Um, but, uh, like I said, I think we agree that this is a pretty good film. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some problems it has. It's not something that I want to watch, like, over and over. No, yeah. It's definitely but... not, like, it's not something that you would want to rewatch immediately. Because, like we said, it's very slow. And if you don't have the patience for a slow movie... You're probably not going to enjoy it, but if you do have the patience, you know it's definitely worth. I would say that anyone who loves the story of Bonnie and Clyde should give this a watch because yeah. it's it's a good retelling. Yeah. Of the story, even though Bonnie and Clyde are hardly in it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's it builds up on this, you know, like in fact, the, the stories that, have been told. The actress that plays um, Bonnie apparently does mostly stunt work. Hence why, yeah, she doesn't yeah. do much in it, but yeah. But like it does have a really good director. Um, he did um, was the Blind Side, and he also did Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, it makes me wonder if this was originally supposed to be in theaters, but it yeah. wasn't due to COVID. Yeah, it might be in no, no, no. It's just twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, oh, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. That's what came up. But um, but the thing for me, I think I like him. I like the movies that he's made, but the kind of movies that he's made. Are the kind of movies that you know you sit, you lay down on the couch with a loved one, you watch it, and it's a nice, warm feeling, you know, like on a cold winter's day, and you're inside oh, with yeah. a blanket on, and you have hot cocoa, you know, and it's just like <laughs> that nice, warm well, feeling. 
Like, so basically freeform movie. Yeah, pretty but, much. Uh, it's like... It's like Hallmark movies with good scripts, good well, direction, yeah, and blind, good acting. The Blind Side. I'm looking this right, at this right now. But the Blind Side, The Rookie, Saving mm-hmm. Mr. Banks, um, yeah, the, the Founder, which was that was that was a good one. Yeah, he does quality know. work. I'm not sure though if this was the proper film for him. Oh, he because... wrote, he wrote the screenplay for Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Maybe he sh- did. He write the script for this. Uh. Don't think so. No, I think he's just the, dir- the director. Maybe he should just stick with directing. Um, <laughs> but I think I would like, like I said, I like the director. I'm not sure if this was the right thing for him. I would love to see this film in the stylings of Quentin Tarantino. Oh, so basically, you want more violence, is what you want. Well, the thing is, the the thing. Say what you will about Tarantino and his violence. He knows how to make drama in his films. Well, yeah. But you look at Inglorious Bastards, where you have that opening scene, where you have Chris you know, Christopher Waltz, you know, he's like looking for the Jews, and he's just like at the milk farmers, and he's just like all like cerebral and like he's like being kind, but you know that at the snap of his fingers, you know, like he's going to, you know, well, like I kind of feel like if Highwaymen was directed by Quentin Tarantino, yeah. he would have kind of rewritten history. Oh yeah, and had like Bonnie and Clyde. Well, hold on, well, like, let me finish though. Let me finish. <laughs> um, no, but you have that scene though, and it's just like, and it goes down, and you see the Jews are underneath, you know, yeah, and yeah. you have that tension. And another thing he does very well is ramping up to the end, because like, what is it, Jackie Brown? When they're ramping up to the end of it, what well, you get pumped up, you get excited. With this film, I think one of its flaws is that the ending, it just kind of happens. Mm. And all of a sudden, they're like, okay, the, the problem is, is that they don't speak with much urgency. You have some action scenes in there, which are nice, because you need that once in a while, especially in yeah. a slow-moving movie like this. And But when it gets to the end, they're just kind of like, oh, we're hiding in the bushes for Bonnie and Clyde. And... Um, and like, I wouldn't do it, rather do this with anyone else. And it's just like, oh, is this the end? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's the end. Boom, credits. Yeah, and it shows. Well, there is some action movie action scenes of Kevin Costner chasing us, chasing a small child over a fence. No, two scenes of that. Two scenes, yes. Action packed. No, but it serves. I I understand why they have the have it though. Is you have the. You know, a story of him being, you know, retired and he's, like, older now and he's not up to where he used to be. Not Robin Hood anymore. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, he's, he's not um, skinny dipping yeah. while, while Maiden Marion's watching him. And um, I don't think anyone would want to see that now. Um, no, but, you know, like, you have that thing going on, you know, like, am I, like, am I really up to snuff with this? Um but at the same time, too, he has his wits. He knows what's going on over some of the other cops who don't realize, you know, like, oh, what, what makes you think they're going to go home? He goes, like, well, you know, I have my reasons and everything and all that. But um, was it? he teams up with Woody Harrison. He shows up at his house in the beginning mm-hmm. because he wants to recruit him. But he sees that he has a family, so he doesn't. But Woody Harrelson sees that he was there, 
and then find some. He says, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm in. I kind of have expected uh, Woody Harrelson at one point to be like, time to nut up or shut up. No, there's not a zombie along <laughs> yeah. there. Um, yeah, I thought it would be more of him trying to be like Kevin Kevin Costner trying to persuade him to join him mm-hmm. and and him be like, no, I got a family now. And Kevin Costner, but they're killing people, you know. Um, but I guess he didn't want to make that character seem like a pushy jerk, mm-hmm. you know, trying to force a man from his family to um, kill gangsters. There's that uh, one. There's that one scene that Kevin Costner has where he's describing like a past event. It really felt like the scene in Jaws when he's talking about the guys in the water. Yeah. But, I mean, I think they they tried to make it similar to something yeah, like that. It, it, I, and like, yeah. Yeah, I think they were trying to like get you in the mood, you know, because yeah. he talks with a deep voice, you know, and <laughs> like the yeah. menacing music in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, trying, it's trying to have a moment. Yeah, and unfortunately, those I don't think they like felt as emotional or as big as they were intending it to. Mm-hmm. And I personally, I think the biggest flaw in this film is the script. I think it doesn't have enough going on mm-hmm. um, because you know, like most exciting thing that happens other than the end is when they're going trying to go across state lines. And they are blocked off, and Kevin oh, Costner, yeah, so he, just pulls, to... he just goes off to the side and just goes. Um, and I think was I think the director, um, John John Hancock, um, mm-hmm. he did the best he could with what he was given, even though it's not really much of his specialty. Yeah. Because um, he does more, like I said, he does more of the. Um, you know, like warm movies, feel good movies, and everything. You don't really see him doing this kind of stuff, you know. And um, you're happy. He's just like, you know, gotta get a paycheck, you know. So um, he's like, okay, I'll do this, and did the best he could. Um, the actors did did a fine job, you know. Like nothing exceptional, but it wasn't bad. I re- I respect this movie though, you know, like the Willbies movie. Um, Oh, our last episode. Yeah, yeah our yeah. last episode. I did not respect that movie. Mm-hmm. This movie I respect because there's well, actual well, craftsmanship. Well, yeah. There. Well, that one was just like, here's a movie for your kids to just have on in the background. And this is more like... More this, art to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There, there's more effort. I like that. Because there's so many movies nowadays. Everything's a CGI effect. Yeah. I don't... Like from what I could tell, I didn't see any CGI effects. So like even when yeah, they were shooting I mean, up, even when they were shooting up Iron Clad at the at the end, it looked like they had the blood squibs and everything, which was refreshing. For which me. was good makeup, actually. Yeah, yeah, because those actually feels real. Um, which unfortunately, a lot of CGI doesn't. You know, it should like, be a, it should be like an award ceremony mm-hmm. for all these for just like orig- for streaming original movies. Yeah, they can call it they can, the awards could be called the Streamies. The Streamies. Oh man, um, but yeah, like was you watch movies like um, The Expendables, and you have that like fake blood that shoots out, and it's like obviously CGI, and it's just like it takes away from the film when that, when you see stuff like that. You know, it just like breaks the realism. That's why it's harder to like 
connect with the old prequel, the Star Wars prequel films, because mm-hmm. everything is CGI, everything's a special effect, and everything looks fake. It doesn't feel grand because you guys, you're just like, oh, this is a computer, you know. And with this, you know, like you have actual people there, you have actual sets, you have you know the blood squibs, you know, you have the stuff actually happening. And it feels more real, and I think that helps bring a bigger connection. I think that's you know, like I think that's one of the things I like about this director too. Like, since he doesn't really do like those big like movies, like the Expendables or Marvel or or Star Wars and stuff, it's just like no, this is nitty gritty filmmaking here. Like this is like yeah the basics. Yeah the basics. Yeah he went he went to basics and I respect that very much so. And I think the movie deserves a watch just for that. You know to be honest with you because people want to do the easy road. People want to be like okay, well we're gonna add this here with our computers. We're gonna add this here with our computers. Yeah I mean this is just worth a watch if you just like the story about Clyde but you just want. A different twist on it. Yeah, and it's it's good filmmaking, you know, whether he was the right person for the job or not. You know, like he's a, he's a good filmmaker, John Lee Hancock. You know, go watch his movies, people. <laughs> Blindside is such a beautiful movie, and um, saving Mr. Banks, saving Mr. Banks, not exactly historically accurate. Well, it's still a very fine movie. I kind of wish that they did that with this film. I kind of wish they took some liberties, you know, because. It's a movie. It's not a documentary. So it doesn't have to be 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, it worked for saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Might as well. Might as well. Um, why, why not make them characters just a little bit more interesting? Don't worry about, you know, like having to be like the characters being 100%. You I mean, know? don't make it like Greatest Showman or anything. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> God, no. Um, oh, don't, don't tell. Oh. I have a lot to say about Greatest Showman, but that's for another time. <laughs> it's another episode. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that at some point, maybe. I don't know. Um, we might do a special episode. We'll, we'll think of something. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I, I do respect them for at least trying to make it as accurate as possible. I'm just saying that they didn't need to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you can take some liberties. It doesn't need to be 100% accurate. You know, and... But at the end of the day, it's a fine film, fine directing, fine acting, um, subpar script, but the um, other elements at play help smooth it over to be a very enjoyable experience, especially if you're into crime and if you're into um, Bonnie and Clyde and just good filmmaking but yeah in if you're if you're scrolling through Netflix and you're tired of watching horror. I mean, we're trying to we're watching serial killer documentaries, and you see that, see the highwaymen, you know, just click on that. Yeah. Give it a watch. Yeah, just make sure that you're not tired, because, like I said, uh, it's a very <laughs> well, slow-moving movie, and sometimes it really feels its length. It's around... Um, so watch it with coffee. <laughs> wa- yeah, watch it, watch it when you have a lot of energy, because it's really slow, and... You can easily get distracted because. Well, I'd say yeah. you just have, you have to like just pay attention. What's going yeah, you have to pay attention. Yeah. yeah, it makes. It's one of those films where, you know, like it does visual storytelling and everything. But it's not a, a movie to have on the, in the background as you're texting. You want no, to text. yeah, yeah, like. 
because you probably get will get more out of it if you pay more attention to it. And there's some movies doesn't matter, but this one it does. You know, you gotta pay attention. Um, like I said, uh, warning: it's very slow. Sometimes it feels its length, but all in all, good filmmaking, good acting, and it's a respectable movie that is definitely worth a watch. You know, and if if it doesn't mean you're gonna be rewatching it anytime in the near future. There's some good movies like that. Like, I like the Florida Project. I watched I it once. That one yet. I watched it um, just because you know um, we live in Central Florida, you know, in the Orlando area, and the filming took place on 192. And when I moved, first moved down here, I was living hotel to hotel on 192. So I was just like, oh, I know that place. I know that place. And I just wanted to see what it was like. And also, I heard that they filmed some of it in Disney, and I was just like. Okay, I like Willem Dafoe as well. Oh, uh, and Ernest Saves Christmas is also filmed here. Um, <laughs> I, I'm okay without that. Um, <laughs> but, but I heard I heard good things about Florida Project, and I actually watched it, and I really enjoyed it. It's a very well done film, but it's not something I would go on my way to watch, yeah. rewatch anytime soon. It's like one and done. Watched it, saw it, enjoyed it. Moving on. It's not like Avengers movies where you can rewatch it and That's quote how it a lot and, of yeah. Oscar nominate nominated movies are. Yeah. Like I saw The Shape of Water, but like, all right, saw that. That was a, that that happened. It was okay. <laughs> I, it, I don't think it deserved best picture. And then at the same time, I didn't hate it like a lot of other people hated. I mean, that's how I kind of feel like Highwaymen is. It, yeah. it, it kind of feels like something that would be up for best picture. Like, all right, well, I saw it. All right, artsy, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I think it just need just a little bit of better script, and I think it would have been a home run. Mm-hmm. But um, it's still good enough to watch, you know. Um, was it also kind of reminds me of um, the no, was it the um, Theory of Everything, the Stephen Hawking? Oh, I love that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. It's not something I'm gonna go out of my way to rewatch. Yeah. like at, right after, you know. But. Um, Yes, so that is a rec- recommendation from me, Tyler, and it's a recommendation from Andy. So, yep, two um, recommendations. Two recommendations, so um, you don't have to listen to us talk about another film. But um, we hope you enjoyed it, and see you next time. Bye.